Hi, welcome to the first episode of Manifest Your Virtual Event Vision. This is Cherie, and I'm so happy you're here. Today, I'm going to dive into a little bit about me, four reasons why you should have a virtual event, and the six hurdles that may be stopping you. I hope you enjoy the show. And if you do, please subscribe. Hi, welcome to the very first episode of Manifest Your Virtual Event Vision podcast. I'm Sheree, your host, and I'm going to be with you on this journey, giving you all the tips that you need to create a successful virtual event. Um, So I'm going to dive in a little bit about me and give you some background. My name is Sheree. Williams, and I am a mom of a 15-year-old daughter, and I am a creator of virtual events. And so my background is is that I've worked in associations um, for the past 20, probably 20, 25 years, and I've worked in so many different areas. I've worked in membership management, volunteer management, communications, And most recently, um, I'd say in the past five years, event management. And so I have this background that's kind of varied and kind of interesting because I've always worked with customers. I've always worked with volunteers. And in some ways, I've always worked with events. And one of the things that I love about events is how it has the power to connect people. And, you know, when 2020 hit, I think that um, we realized just how connected we were. And this pandemic really put us in a place that we had to be creative in finding ways to um, communicate with one another, to work, to go to school. And the virtual event platform just pretty much exploded. I started to think about... um, you know, as I was telling you in my background, I was, I'm also a blogger. And so I've been a blogger for about four, no, I'd say about 12 years. And it was about being a single mom. And so one of the things that always struck me was on this, you know, virtual platform, right, is that I could write a post about, you know, co-parenting or just, you know, being a mom in general. And I would always be amazed at the comments but more about like where the comments came from, right? Like there would be this mom in the Midwest who, you know, what I was saying resonated with. But then I'd have a mom who lived in like Israel or New Delhi or like Russia who would comment. And it was just amazing to me the power of connection, right? So when the pandemic hit, we're all kind of hunkered down at home. I was watching a conference um, by Priscilla Schreier. So some of you may know Priscilla Schreier. She's amazing. And she had this great conference that she put on with her sister on YouTube. And I thought, why don't I do that for the single moms that, you know, I, that I have this blog for and that I, you know, that's one of my passions. So I called some friends and I said, you know what, I think I'm going to have a one day conference for single moms online because, you know, being a single mom, a lot of women are kind of like, overwhelmed anyway, right? And you're dealing with a lot of different things added on to your kids being at home and you're working at home. So I thought, what a great way to connect. Now, even though I have this experience with conferences, I put two annual conferences together pretty much by myself with the help of a very small committee. 
Um, you know, I recently had a position where I worked with a virtual events team where all of their conferences had to be virtual because of um, the health condition of its attendees. And it was there that I really saw, you know, that virtual events really have a lot of potential to, um, you know, be this vehicle for learning and connecting folks. And actually, you know, it can be quite engaging. So I had all this kind of background knowledge but actually doing it myself, you know, and and putting it out there and saying, hey, I'm going to have this one day, you know, I call it the name of the conference is Single Moms of Faith Burning Bright, Not Burning Out um, Virtual Event. I thought the conference would be one day, to be honest. And then I put out the call for speakers and I just had this amazing response. And long story short, the conference turned out to be three days. It was a full weekend, like a half a day Friday, uh, evening on Friday night, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and over 200 attendees, 16 speakers, uh, 17 sessions. Like it was incredible. And I realized that this is what I want to do, right? Like I want to connect community and I want to help others do that within their niche. And so one of the, the most common questions that I got from, you know, the speakers and even attendees was like, how did you do this? Right? Like I didn't have a committee. I didn't have like some huge budget to work on or to work with, but that was one of the questions that I got. And I thought what, you know, it, it wasn't um, as difficult as people I think assumed that it would be. It was work. It took effort, but it was really one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done. So fast forward, um, I decided to create a workshop and an online course and coaching sessions on how to create a virtual event on a shoestring budget in less than six months. And this is all going to be launching within the next couple of months. And I'm going to be keeping everybody really up to date. And I hope that you attend because there's just so much um, good information that I have and firsthand knowledge and experience that I want to share. But I just wanted to create this podcast as another resource for people who are interested in creating a virtual event and might have some doubts, don't know where to begin, um, you know, and just really need some hand-holding through it. So I want to start out this first podcast and just giving you like a really quick synopsis of like, what are the benefits of having a virtual online conference? Because I know some of the kickback is going to be, you know, I am just tired of being online and I get it. Or, you know, there's that idea of like, it cannot beat being in person. And I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat the fact that, yeah, there is something amazing about being in person. And I absolutely love conferences that are in person. However, I do think that there is this space that is created that we can carve out for virtual events that really makes sense depending on the niche that you're in. And I do believe they work for any niche that you're in, um, any business. And I think if you do it correctly, um, if you really identify like your why and why you're doing this, the purpose, looking at your target audience and their needs, you can create an amazing conference and people will have, um, they will walk away with that same energy and feeling as a conference in person. So 
What are the benefits of creating a virtual conference or event? One is virtual conferences are so cost effective. There is a reason that my workshop is called creating, you know, manifesting um, your vision, your virtual event vision on a shoestring budget in less than six months. Um, It is so cost effective to have a virtual event. People, I think, have this idea that it costs, you know, much more than it does. But the cost to create a virtual event is really minimal. And in later podcasts, I'm going to share with you like how to create a budget and what are the elements that go into a budget, especially with a virtual online conference. And you're going to see just how affordable it is. Okay. So again, I'm a single mom. I don't have like tons of money to throw out there on a conference and I created it and I can truly say to you, it did not hurt my budget, my bank at all. Um, So one is it's totally cost effective. That's the benefit. And I'm going to dive a little bit into that more when I talk about some hurdles, but let me just go a little further. The second thing that is so beneficial is it is so wide reaching. Okay. So virtual events have the potential to reach a global audience. That is what's so cool about it. You know, you have the potential to reach not just the people in your state or your city or even your country. You have the opportunity to really reach out into the global community and bring them together. I can tell you that from my conference online, I had women from all over the country, but outside of the country, two of my speakers were from the UK. I mean, and it was just an incredible thing to see women getting together from all over the world with this common, you know, need and challenge and have these amazing discussions, right? And it opens it up in a way that um, I think you may not get in person, right? Because of different constraints and traveling and budget. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, they can't afford to uh, fly in to a conference for two days from the UK, right? But the, the virtual event platform allows you to connect in this amazing, you know, global way that really... Um, removes those constraints that you might feel if you had an in-person conference. The other thing is that the third reason, it's flexible and convenient, right? Life is busy. People can't always carve the time to get away for a week or even like two days, right? But if your event is online, they usually can find a way to attend, Um, better yet, you know, if your event is recorded and that's another capability is that you are able to then provide that recording for them at any time and they can listen to it, whether they're at the gym or, you know, grocery shopping or waiting in the carpool line, they're able to get the information that you're putting out there. Okay. The fourth thing is, It enhances your customer experience regardless of your niche. If you have customers or an audience, um, you know, if you're a blogger and you have a community following, virtual events makes it super easy for people to connect. 
and you can address their needs through your event. You can structure it in a way that, you know, you can facilitate conversations. You can have the breakout rooms. I mean, you can address, you know, the topics that you're talking about that are really hitting home on your blog or, or in your business. And this is like a great opportunity for you as a business owner, as you know, whatever that is to really connect your community. Okay. And it's flexible. Um, and it enhances their experience. I mean, there's so many things that you can do from a virtual event. So not only, okay, do you, um, you know, market to your subscribers, but there is this opportunity to work with affiliates, to, you know, partner, um, to bring other people in. And I really think that it enhances whatever you're doing, right? Because it can be, your virtual event can be a signature event that generates revenue, right? That, um, creates a, to- a space for people to get together and really get to know one another and talk about this common um, need that they have. And a lot of times, and I'll talk about this later in podcasts, you know, I find that some people who are really introverted have an easier time to in participating online because it's a little less intimidating. So those are just some of the reasons why I think it's great to have an online conference or an online virtual event. But there are some hurdles. So like if you're in that space where you're just like thinking, I would love to do this and I've been thinking about it, but you know, I just don't know where to start or like, I'm just not sure, but there's this hesitation. I want to talk about six hurdles that are really common that um, add to procrastination and stop people from creating an incredible conference. I'm going to really dive into these on the workshop that I'll be launching. Um, And you can just, and because I do think that there is this um, idea of that events can be really overwhelming and they can be if you are not prepared for them. But I just want to kind of touch upon these six common hurdles, okay, and, and some misconceptions. So one of the big ones, and we talked about this, is actually being a benefit, but as a, as a hurdle, if you turn it around, it's expensive, Right. Again, virtual conferences are cost effective because why? They don't require all the overhead that in-person events do, such as the venue, the food, the AV, you know, all those little things, um, insurance, like all those things that in-person events, you're shelling out that money, you're not doing that for a virtual event. So listen, not only will you save money by having a virtual event, you can generate revenue through registrations and sponsorship. So even on a shoestring budget, you can provide an amazing professional conference experience for your attendees. I'm just going to give you this little tidbit. My mo- the, the most expensive thing for my conference was I actually created a fun element, which was a giveaway. My postage was the most expensive thing. (laughs) I think I spent like 90 bucks on sending the giveaways out and I gave 10 giveaways and they were really these cute little packages. I just really had no idea that postage was that expensive, to be honest with you. But even my platform, I use the Zoom webinar platform and you can just use Zoom meeting. I use Zoom webinar um, and it's, uh, you know, I'm not 
promoting it, but I used that was the platform I chose. I think I spent 49 bucks, had it for the whole month. It was so easy to use. I mean, like the amount of money that I spent was so minimal, but the return in the sense of the experience was so much. And listen, guys, I didn't even charge for registration. Um, and that's something that I would do next year. And I'll talk about that. But because of COVID, because of the pandemic, I didn't feel um, that it was appropriate at the time. Um, but I do believe in making money off of your conference and your event because you do put time into it. There is resources. But just to let you know, I mean, the cost was extremely minimal. Um, so don't let that stop you. Um, the second common thing that I hear is I have no idea where to start. Um, one of the things that I'm coming up against or, or have heard as I have been coaching and talking to people is they have just no idea where to start. They're like, the idea of doing this seems so overwhelming. Well, that's why you're listening to this podcast. It's not that much, I swear to you. Like I have... Um, I have a full-time job, a part-time job, and a kid, and I put this conference together with no committee and no volunteers. Now, granted, I do have some experience, but if you have the framework and understand the basics and you put together a timeline, you can do it well and you can do it under six months or under six months. You know, and it depends on the size, obviously, of your virtual event that you want to have. But one of the things that I'm going to teach in my workshop and the online course is how to step-by-step step really build your framework, build your timeline. And that way, the next time you do have a virtual event, it's going to just run like clockwork, right? So that is one of the things that I'll talk more about. But the biggest thing is just building that framework and having a timeline that you can follow, right? So that you're not feeling stressed out and overwhelmed. One of the things that I will provide in the course and the workshop is a workbook that will have these action steps that you can take that's going to help you on eat on your journey, okay? Um, the third misconception is my niche may not attend. And I just talked a little bit about this where whatever your niche is, there is a community within it that most likely wants to connect that's looking for their needs to be met. And you are going to learn a lot in this podcast about your target audience, right? And building an attendee avatar. What does that look like? Because here's the thing, your Whoever your community is, whoever your audience is, if you build a profile of who they are and look at their needs, their challenges, their background, their demographics, and really brainstorm, you are going to be able to create a conference that is in alignment with what they need and that is valuable to them, okay? And so... I talk about this in the um, workshop. I call it like tasty topics, right? And it's this idea of like inviting your attendees or inviting your potential attendees to the table. Like what are you putting on the menu for dinner, right? And you want to feel the dinner table, your event, right? With a menu that is attractive, nourishing, fulfilling, and healthy. I'm going to dive into those topics on the podcast and in the, the workshop as well. But, you know, what you want to do is you want your attendees 
to be healthier when they leave, right? Like you want them to come in, they're going to come in in one state and whatever that information is that you give them, however you're meeting that need for them, they're going to walk away better. They're going to walk away fulfilled, okay? And so don't worry about your niche not attending. If you give them what they need, if you're feeding that hunger, then they will attend. All right, the fourth hurdle is I'm not good with technology. I don't know how much a hurdle this is going to be for a lot of people anymore because I think technology has become in some way so ingrained in like our everyday lives, especially since 2020, right? Like we're online at work, a lot of us, a lot of our kids are online. I mean, heck, your kids can probably run your virtual event for you at this point. Um, But here's the positive to that. Virtual events have literally skyrocketed in this past year. So companies are simplifying their platforms. They know that user, you know, um, friendliness is extremely important. So they are tweaking these capabilities and the functionalities, the functionality of platforms to make it easy, right? Not just for the user, but for those people who are having like meetings online every day, right? And webinars online. And a lot of companies have actually had to move their annual conferences online. Um, I know my company has, and it's actually been pretty cool to see, you know, the difference um, just in the participation and, and, you know, just kind of like the different types of interaction. But don't worry about not being good with technology because there's not that much, um, like complex technology that is involved in a virtual event, right? Like you you do want to make sure that you have the correct platform. You want to research that. You want to try it out. You want to feel comfortable with it. But don't let that be a fear because I promise you it is not that difficult. It really isn't. And there are different platforms you can use. I mean, there's there's Zoom, there's Microsoft Teams. I mean, it goes on and on. You can even host it on Facebook if you wanted. Um, the one thing that I did with my conference, as I said, is I used Zoom webinar, but I also live streamed it to the Facebook group page. And that was pretty cool in itself. So I am not in any way a technology guru, but it was not that difficult. If I can do it, if your kids can do it, you can do it. Um, the fifth hurdle is I don't have the time. Okay. I get it because when I created the conference, like I said, I created this three-day online conference working a full-time job, a part-time job, and you know, parenting and keeping the house together on top of that. Now, that's not to say on the day of the conference, my daughter probably didn't eat that day, <laughs> but um, I know about time crunches and I want to teach you how to create a timeline that's really going to help you with your time management, right? Because the biggest thing with a conference um, or an online event is really having target dates and action steps so you can manage your time well, right? Planning ahead. It does not have to be um, overcomplicated. It just needs to be organized and you have to use some discipline to make sure that you're following through. So also the other thing that I will talk about is you don't have to be a lone ranger, right? Like I'm going to talk about um, creating 
a way for you to have some help, right? And that means recruiting volunteers, forming a, a committee. And don't let that scare you off either because your volunteers can simply be your friends who are willing to help you. Um, your committee could be your board if you have a nonprofit. Um, so, I mean, there's so many different ways. It can be an intern who is looking you know, for <clears throat> something to put on their resume that is in their line of study that is something that you do. So there's all these ways to help you maximize your time and also help you not become burned out. So the sixth and last hurdle is, well, it won't be fun or engaging. That's a total lie. There are so many fun elements you can add to your virtual event, like giveaways, conference swag, you can do digital swag, um, games, polls, breakout rooms, and social virtual happy hours are an excellent way to create engagement. Um, and again, you might even find that people are more likely to participate. Those shy guys who, you know, kind of go to the corner, they're more likely to maybe get into um, a breakout room and talk and have like a fun discussion, right? So don't think that it cannot be engaging. It absolutely can. Um, you know, there's so many ways that you can add that fun element, that participation. You just have to um, plan it out. And I'm going to give tips on how you can do that. Um, so that's kind of the beginning of this. And the next episode, I'm going to talk about um, your why. Because I think anytime you're trying to manifest a vision or you know complete a goal, it's really important to know your why. And I'll talk about the four elements that will help you discover your why and how that all fits into your conference um, or your virtual event and how that will kind of be the catalyst for creating the event, creating the topics, um, you know, and be that motivator to help you keep going. So listen, Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited that you're here. The website will be up soon, so I'll have a link for that um, along with, you know, I'll be announcing the workshop registration dates and the online course. There's an amazing workbook that I'm putting together I know that you'll love and coaching sessions. So I would love to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I think it's affordable and I'll make sure that I really give you the guidance that you need. But anyway, thank you for joining me on this very first episode of Manifest Your Virtual Event Vision. I can't wait to talk to you more because I know this can be a rewarding experience, not only for you, but the people who attend your event. Have a great day and I will be with you next time.